Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here again with one of our guest hosts, Sharina, who uh, comes with, to us with an education background. And we thought we'd tackle something that's close to education, well, part of education, and we thought we'd talk about tutoring. So we wanted to get to a little bit of uh, what it is, why it's important, some of the benefits, and maybe some like myths and misconceptions. So uh, w- when I was growing up, I, I didn't have the, the luxury of, of a tutor because, uh, well, I, I mean, money was a little bit tighter there. And like, it's one of those things where you almost had a bit of a stigma that like, well, are, are you not smart because you uh, need a tutor? But uh, yeah, if you don't mind sharing a little bit of your experiences on, on tutoring and, and, and uh, some of your uh, thoughts on, on the benefits and then, and then myths and misconceptions, then we can start there. Yeah. Um, so I actually didn't plan on doing tutoring at all. It came as a part of my teacher's college education. Hmm. So part of the program requires you to volunteer um, in a place that you live in so that you get to know your community. And when I applied, I actually applied to be a mentor because I thought I'd be better at that, talking to students and stuff like that. I didn't realize I applied for the wrong one. I had actually <laughs> tutoring. So when I went for the orientation, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this because it's high school students. Um, I'm working, I'm known to work with elementary. So like, you know, I don't know the material for high school. Will I be a good tutor? There was so much self-doubt. And I was like, I don't think this is for me. So the first thing I did was I sent an email. I said, can I switch? And they're like, sure, but we have too many mentors, so no. Uh, And then they're like, no, just try the tutoring. And I did, and I loved it so much because I didn't realize how how much easier it would be. I think I was was so focused on, like, what if I had to help with math? Like, I'm not a strong math person. But they were like, no, you you pick your strengths, and then that's what you tutor. So it was at a community center, and the program is called Pathways to Education. And the program works to ensure kids get to attend post-secondary education. And it's a good place because it's, they get access to laptops. They get access to, you know, a safe space to do work. Um, they come after school, it's three hours and they complete homework and all that. It was just, it was a really nice place to see because these are kids who might not, you know, get that personal space to do their work. They don't have the technology, they don't have the help. And this really pushed for kids to like apply for scholarships, get jobs, do all that stuff. I thought it was amazing. And tutoring there was also like, you know, I was like, I'm good at English. I'm good at social science. They're like, great, that's what you tutor on. That's it. And I was like, okay, great. And whenever I, I would go there um, once a week. Okay. And I would sort of lounge around and then there would be facilitators there and they would be like, are you free? And then they would match you up with students. Or if you're feeling bold, you could walk around yourself and ask kids what they needed. But for the most part, like I would just wait and then I'd get paired up with a couple of different kids in the three hours. And I really, really liked it. Sounds good. So would you mind walking us through your kind of first experience? So you just went through this process, you applied to the wrong thing and you're like, okay, just give it a shot, whatever. And uh, you have what you mentioned, self-doubt and uh, you weren't sure you could do it. So if, if you can re- recall kind of that first experience, you, you get in there and you're not sure about yourself and 
they they what they match you with with a student and then what was that uh, kind of first experience or, or even actually before that did you do anything to prepare yourself knowing that this is going to be uh new or did you just kind of either no that I didn't that. Do any, yeah i didn't do any preparations um i thought the best thing i can do is just go in and see for myself what it's like okay. and then just decide from there if i'm like listen i can't there's not a possibility then that's fine um but when I, because the thing is, when we were going through our um, like orientation, the counselors were telling us that like a big part of your job is also just making the kids feel safe, right? You might all not always be tutoring. Sometimes you might just be talking to them, you know, making them feel better or whatever because they're having other things going on in school. Um, so that's how I was kind of like, okay, you know what? I'll see how it goes. Um, the very first day was me and three other girls. We walked in. Uh, it's a really, really large space. You have all the kids sitting just wherever in groups, you know, the friends from different schools, different high schools. Um, and it's nerve wracking, right? Because they may or may not judge you and you feel uncool and you're like, you know, can I relate to them? Because do I look like a loser? I don't know. Um, and then the facilitator did his part and they introduced it like, you know, these are new tutors. So they'll be helping you. And the kids were all very sweet, very nice. Um, which I think was also one thing I was worried about. I'm like, can I work with kids at this age because like, I'm so used to being with little ones and these are kids who are my height or bigger and have you know more more opinions and more thoughts but I think I actually liked it more in a way because it was a different type of teaching I was tapping into a different way of expressing myself with them and different type of learning strategies teaching strategies first day I think I was with I can't remember exactly I remember I was with two students and it was with creative writing, which I really, really love. Um, so it worked out. I was able to read their stories, tell them how to improve. And after that, like, I would have kids come to me. Even when they didn't need help, like, they're like, no, 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 like, we have to work with you. And I'm like, you don't need my help right now. So it's kind of like building that relationship very slowly, right? I came in every week. Um, I would sit down. I would be matched up usually with the same couple of kids because once they're comfortable with you, the tutors, like, the facilitators themselves are like, you know what, you guys work well, continue to work well. Because right. it helps a kid build more and more of a relationship. And then they're also more comfortable with you sharing their work and stuff. Um, yeah, so I remember the first few weeks, I was kind of like, mm, and then the more comfortable I got with it, I'm like, no, this is, I'm happy I'm not with the mentoring. Like, I like the tutorings. <laughs> Sounds good. So, so how long did you end up doing that? So were you always in, like, creative writing and, and that area or okay? Mine was that. Creative writing plus also um, social science, so like history, geography, anything with writing. Um, I didn't touch on math and science. They had other tutors who would cover that. And um, I was there for one year as part of the program. So every week on Wednesdays, I was there for three hours. And then after that finished, I stayed because I really liked it. So other people had gone, they'd finished their year and they were done. And I was like, no, I want to stay. And so I continued for a second year. And I, that time I started going, I think it was two to three days a week when I started going on my own. Um, and when we did that, we were doing the regular program, which was the tutoring. And then someone also created a second, it was like a extra program as part of the tutoring for, um, for writing help. And then they asked me if I would want to join that because I liked writing. So it was still for three hours, but it was kind of like I was in a different section. But I don't say I'd, I'd say I was still doing the same thing. Like the same kids would still come by. They're like, we don't care that you're here. Come help. I was like, okay, yeah. 
so what I heard from that is is to pick your strengths, right? So if if you are kind of a writing person, then uh, make yeah. sure you tutor writing. If if you're a math or science person, then those are your areas. You don't have to deal with the writing because exactly. everyone has their areas of interest and. Uh, exactly unless you're using it as a as a way to kind of improve yourself in that area uh it, it probably helps with kind of your own confidence if, if you're picking uh your, yeah. your strengths so um and, and what what else what other experiences did you have in, in tutoring so so that opportunity was was a volunteer role it, it, yeah. it was it wasn't paid right mm -hmm. uh, did you ever uh, take a look at any sort of paid opportunities i thought about it um but i think the timing didn't fit my schedule at the time uh, i had applied for online tutoring for kids. I think they, that was from China and they were looking for English tutors okay. and that was paid, but the timing didn't work because I think I would have to be up late night and I was also doing tutors college. So I turned that down, but um, yeah, so I ended up sticking with just the pathways program because I really liked the initiative that the program was taking. So I'm like, even if I'm not getting paid, I mean, you can see the kids are actually like applying I think one part that I really enjoyed I worked with a couple of students where we would go through university um, scholarship applications and that's what they would come to the tutoring program for right so I think a lot of people forget that tutoring is not just you know you need help with the work a lot of the kids that came there it's not that they needed help with the work they just wanted to see where they could improve like they wanted to look at their work so they could improve it um get the best grade possible there's some of them like they're brilliant they're so bright and you know they're getting scholarship after scholarship they want you to look at their applications i think that's another thing we people should consider for tutoring like it doesn't have to be just for um for school work right a lot of kids are looking for resume help and stuff like that too and one you know experience with that kind of thing university applications all of that sounds good so if you don't mind sharing some of the kind of myths and misconceptions that you've encountered so you, you mentioned a couple where i mean tutoring has that stigma where it's for for the people who are behind like like not as smart as others but it could be that that you are smart but you just want to be smarter <laughs> or or you have a pretty good experience and things like that but you just want your application to the universities or yeah. college to be to really stand out so yeah. uh, are there other kind of myths and misconceptions that that you've encountered yeah, I think a lot of people, even for myself, I remember when I was in grade 10, um, I wasn't, I mean, sometimes you you have a teacher that you really could click with. And other times, like, I think because I was already kind of behind in grade 10, um, my teacher wasn't helping me as much as I needed. So we got a tutor and it was fine, but I felt like a big part of it was, you know, when I mentioned it, it was kind of like, oh, why are you not smart enough? that you need a tutor. I remember when I was taking extra math classes, it wasn't even tutoring. That was like Kumon, I think. Uh, another lady, she was like, oh, why, you're not good at math? And I'm like, I don't think you all understand what it means to just do extra work or have extra help. Like if someone is trying to improve themselves, why is that a problem, right? Like they're taking the steps that they need to do better. So I think we need to stop associating tutor with like getting help. But I think it's just more like, think of it as like improvement or building, studying. Those, those are all tools you need to, you know, improve and do better. It doesn't need to have, it doesn't have to be associated with how intelligent or smart you are. Um, almost all the kids that came to that program were brilliant. They were there because they wanted to keep succeeding and keep doing better. They wanted to, you know, learn about time management. They wanted to know about how job searching was like. I had one girl that would always ask me like, so how's your, you know, process for job applications going? Where, and she was only, I think 14 and she was already thinking like mapping out like by 16, I want to work in Tim Hortons. I want to start saving up, whatever, whatever. And that's all because, you know, they want to get as far ahead as possible. They're not looking at it as I'm not smart. So that's what I'm here. 
it's kind of like I am here, so I'm going to make the most out of it and like, you know, get as much as I can. Yeah, I think the analogy that someone used with me is that um, uh, a lot of folks, right, they have that stigma of, of uh, being kind of uh, behind. Uh, yeah. But but if you compare it to something like sports, right, yeah. every, everybody, every sports person, every athlete has a coach, right? Exactly. And, and a coach doesn't mean that, uh, well, you suck. It's yeah. means that you're progressing and, and you're starting yeah. out and you're trying to get better and better and better. So a tutor is really a, a coach in, in like the academic sense, right? Exactly. And, and not necessarily in the academics too. It could be kind of life or just kind of yeah. uh, other different uh, areas of growth, personal yeah. and professional development uh, exactly. that you have. So, so I encourage folks to think about uh, tutoring a little bit more wider instead of just the kind of traditional like math tutor, science yeah. tutor, English tutor, whatever. Yeah. Uh, th th there could be more of a broader sense um, and, and seek for seek out help in, in, in other areas uh, as well. So um, in, in, in your experience, so how was it kind of on the, the flip side? So you mentioned that you did uh, have a tutor. Uh, what was that experience like? So um, I think so just bringing it back to like what I was talking about math earlier. Um, when I was in, you know, grade, say one to eight, my math was great. Fantastic. No problem. And then I think when I was in grade nine, the second that I, you sort of like lose it and you don't really get a concept and they keep running with that concept, it's very hard to catch up. Right. Right. So I think somewhere along like grade nine, when we were doing, I can't remember what it was, was it crab, parabolas or something with, with that, like at one point I just didn't know what was happening and it just went downhill from there and I couldn't pick it back up. And when you're in this big classroom with 20, 30 other kids, right, your teacher doesn't have time to come and sit with you and work through that process right. um okay. i could have tried to t teach myself the math i just didn't bother um so my friends were like okay maybe just get a tutor and i remember i think it was someone who was maybe austin university and he would sit down and he only came for a couple of sessions because he's like you understand it you're just not practicing and you're just not really focusing on it but you know when he came by a couple of times i'm like okay when someone slows down and explains the same concept again slowly, I understand it. It's just my teacher was moving at a different pace and I guess her teaching style didn't really match up with where I was at learning, right? But it's the same thing that I was being taught. I think it was academic grade 10 math because I know there's applied and academic. I don't know the difference. I think they removed that now, but he was teaching me the same stuff. It just, when I was seeing it, you know, with pictures and all that, it made so much more sense. Uh, same math, I don't think, it made me smarter or dumber. It just helped me have the tools to understand it now, so now I can do it. Right. And I think a lot of kids would benefit from that, where if they, because I feel like a lot of kids, they have that moment where they go, oh, that's what it is. And it's like, yeah, you knew what it was. It just, you needed the help to sort of piece it together. Um, I feel like that sort of piecing together is missed a lot often because teachers kind of talk for one hour and they lecture and once you've clocked out, it's kind of hard to get back in and sort of, you know, put together parts that you might have missed in between. Tutors can help you do that, like, you know, piece together parts that you maybe missed in between. Right. I think the couple of concepts that come to mind is, is, is that growth and, and fixed mindset that I think yeah. we've had about before where, uh, first of all, you have to believe that you can learn it yeah. <laughs> and understand it. And uh, as you mentioned, sometimes people learn things differently and, and maybe it's not even differently. Sometimes you just need that time to, to reflect and process yeah. and, and absorb and, and understand the material before you progress. Because uh, the unfortunate part about the, the school system is that, uh, well, the teacher has a whole curriculum they have to do. Uh, if uh, 20 students get it and, and two don't, 
well, they can't stop for the two students yeah. <laughs> to continue exactly. for the rest of them. And it's no fault of the teachers. It's, it's just that, that yeah. that's the way the system has developed. And um, I, I think I, I've heard it equated to uh, like if you were to build um, a, a building and, and mm. let's say it's, it's, it's a 12 story building, right? Like one for each grade that you do. Imagine having uh, the first floor and uh, you don't build it at 100%. You build it at 90%, right? right? And the next floor you build at 90%. And the next floor you build at 90%. And by the time you get to the to the ninth floor, then the whole structure below it is whatever, just that oh, 16, exactly. whatever whatever that number is. Uh, I can't do the math in my head. Uh, and then you miss a concept. So so that floor yeah. is not even at at ninety percent. It's now at sixty percent, <laughs> and then right. the other ones above it are, are even worse. So if exactly. you but all you need to do is take that time to either shore up that one wall or that one concept. Mm -hmm. And once you get through it, oh yeah, then everything uh, uh, makes sense because it's yeah. not the whole thing that you don't get. It's the the one or two or or handful of concepts and. Exactly. Uh, a tutor can definitely help you kind of fill in those gaps yeah. to, to, to kind of grow. Um, so, so yeah, I think that's uh, definitely a, a reason for folks to take the benefits of, of uh, tutoring. And that tutor that you had, uh, was, was that a paid tutor on, on your side? Um, yes. So, so there are options for folks uh, to, to get paid tutors, uh, but mm -hmm. you mentioned that Pathways is, 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 uh, was a free program yes. uh, for the participants as well? Uh, I believe they reached through, they have particular high schools I, I'm not exactly how the whole, I'm not sure exactly how it works. Um, I don't know if kids have to apply because right. I do know they do have like, um, not GPAs, but they do have, you know, like you, I think you have to attend a certain amount of tutoring uh, sessions and they have other support things as well, because I also know they would cover things like uh, TDC and stuff like that. So it wasn't just tutoring. There were mentoring programs and all that. And a lot of them were, um, they would work very closely with the high schools okay. because a lot of the kids would have other things going on as well. It wasn't just for the tutoring. They would have like personal stuff going. So um, there was a lot involved there. I don't know exactly how they recruited kids, but I think the biggest thing was like, if you're coming, we're trying to put you to attend post-secondary. And um, it's like, you have to, you can't just apply and You have to actually show up and show that you're doing work as well. Right. And where was I, I was trying to go with that is that for those that don't have the financial means uh, to, to be able to find a tutor, then there are other programs out there. And, and sometimes it's just a matter of asking a friend, a classmate, maybe maybe an older year student or something to yeah. uh, see if they can explain to you, uh, older brother or sister or one of their friends, yeah. uh, cousins and things like that can be a, a great treasure trove <laughs> of, of tutoring skills. And, and sometimes all it takes is just, just asking uh, and right. reaching out for that help, I think is important. So what are some of the suggestions that you might have for folks out there to uh, become a successful tutor? Like what are some of the tips and tricks that you've learned over the years or that you've kind of honed and groomed um, that, that you would kind of share for folks to, to be a more successful tutor? I think if you want to really help your students, like I made sure I always told my kids the good things that they were doing first, right? Instead of looking at their stuff and telling them like, you got to improve here, 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 here. I'm like, this is what you're doing well. Here's where we can improve. And that's because I was doing writing. Um, I feel like if you're doing math, maybe it might be a bit different, but because it, when I was focusing on writing, it would be a lot of like, you know, structural stuff like that. Um, I think that's an important part. And the reason I say that is because I want to encourage kids to have the growth mindsets. I don't want kids to feel like you're only being shown critiques, right? Part of growing means you also know where you're improving, where you're doing better, and to encourage them to want to keep, you know, having a tutor. So to show that it's working, like when we work together, you are doing better. It's, you know, and it's all on you. It's not just me, like it's a team effort. Um, and show interest in your kids. It doesn't have to be just about work. Um, 
you know, at first it started with work and then we're talking about other stuff too. And it just makes them feel more comfortable to approach you and, you know, ask questions. That's the biggest thing I would say. Um, build a good relationship with them. So, so what I heard from that is uh, the quote, what uh, you appreciate appreciates comes yeah. to mind. So when you focus yeah. on the good things that they do, then you get more of the good stuff. But mm -hmm. if you focus on more of the bad stuff, then you might yeah. get more of the bad stuff. Exactly. Sometimes they correct yeah. it and, and, and they, they correct it and, and make updates, but sometimes uh, they don't. And uh, the, the other part I, I heard was uh, being curious uh, often mm -hmm. shows and expresses care where, where you feel like, hey, you're interested in this person's life, not just for the, the writing or the homework or the whatever they're supposed mm -hmm. to be doing. It's also for them as a person and, and exactly. caring for them as, as a person uh, can be uh, another important factor of learning because it's mm -hmm. not about the... Um, the, the material itself. Sometimes it's the, am I in a mindset? Do I feel safe, as you mentioned, yeah. uh, or in a place where I feel that, that I can learn and not be um, kind of uh, pointed out or, or, or called out? Or, exactly. Right? So uh, what, what about uh, on the other side? So if you were to, to reach out to some of the people like um, to become tutor, uh, sorry, to become two T's, I guess if that's a world, uh, the person being tutored, uh, mm -hmm. what would be uh, your recommendation to be to be a more successful 2T or someone that's kind of uh, a learner. I Looking, guess. Yeah, I would say it's okay to not understand things, right? I feel like a lot of times we think um, we have to know things. It's okay if you don't know. And it's okay if like that understand, like it doesn't matter what level you're at because you can learn. Just give yourself time and be very patient with yourself. Um, I think we unfortunately live in a world where things are kind of like we want things to be done fast like fast everything and it's unfortunate because when it comes to learning slow is better um it helps you remind things better it helps you understand things with a better grip another thing i would say is learn in a way that suits you in a way that you will remember things so another person's way of remembering might not work for you i know for me when i'm learning a new concept i have to have an analogy that goes with what i will remember i cannot just memorize a concept if you just told me like here's a concept here's a definition I will not remember what that is unless I'm able to personally connect to it. And if I'm given a chance to sort of talk about it and remember it for myself, I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'll remember it forever. That's good. Um, so I think really just understanding your own learning style and you know what that might happen. You might discover a new learning style when you have a tutor, you might find like, Oh, you know what? This actually works better for me than that or whatever, whatever. But I think, um, yeah, just have your open mind and find what works for you and then run with it. <laughs> Come with it. Yeah. Yeah, what I heard from there, uh, similar to the uh, kind of growth mindset, is, is that, uh, well, in order for you to know that you can grow, you have to know what you don't know, <laughs> and then be yeah. able to admit to that. Yeah. And uh, the whole point of having a tutor is for you to, to learn and get better and, and grow. So, so there's exactly. nothing wrong with that. And, and put your hand up and ask tons and tons of questions, I think would be good. And, and make sure that you truly understand it. So, so don't just move ahead with, uh, yeah, I understand most of it, right? That, yeah. that, that builds the, the floor at 90%, right? Exactly. And then the next, uh, next floor will be a little bit more shoddy, a little bit more rickety because yeah. you haven't taken the time. And uh, it sounds like you, you should also take your time, right? So mm -hmm. just because your friends or your peers or whatever are learning a little bit faster, um, everyone has their own strengths. So you'll learn exactly. things faster and, than, than other people and others will learn things faster than you. Yeah. Um, and, but you, there'll be things that you're good at and other people aren't. So, so um, just being aware of that.
exactly. I think it's important on, on the learning style too, where there's uh, research on things like like the uh, what's it visual and, and auditory yeah. and like kinesthetic learning styles. Mm -hmm. And from what I found is it's actually everyone is all three of them, but just in, in right. different uh, ones. So actually, exactly. if you learn to learn in multiple modes, Mm -hmm. where, where you're you're hearing and seeing and trying it out then that's probably the best way to learn yeah. versus you're just uh doing it on your own but not listening to to instructions or, or or details or or seeing it but not hearing it that sort of thing um but to your point finding what learning style that you have and yeah. success leaves clues right so going back to when is the last time you did learn something really well and try to replicate that however mm -hmm. you learned that so maybe it was with a, a friend uh, with a bunch of people maybe it was on your own or, or try try to do that because uh there and there's so many resources out there on, on learning to learn uh I, i've been over the past few years trying to find ways to improve my memory right, right? so there's all sorts of memory techniques and apparently like the the ancient greeks use this method called the the, the loci method for, uh, loci for, for location Oh, well, you need to search that up because there's a concept called the the, the memory palace, right? Mm -hmm. So, and, and the, the thought is that if I gave you a list of 20 things, you're going to remember like um, seven plus or minus two things, right? Okay. That's what science says, right? right? But if I were to say, uh, go from your front door and go to your bedroom and name me uh, 20 things along the way, you could probably name me 50, yeah. right? Because just to the left, there's in that drawer, there's something right. there. And then over there the, in the closet and whatever. And, and you could probably name, name a whole bunch because yeah. humans, uh, as they evolved, were meant for kind of geographic kind of location-based things because mm -hmm. they needed to know where the fruit trees are, where the lions were, where the yeah. whatever was. Um, so, but these abstract lists and concepts or whatever, like when did that ever happen in, in nature? Well, we created right. it as part of the yeah. school. That's really interesting because now that you say that, that makes so much sense, right? Yeah. I can picture right now, bed to everything. I can list you a hundred things. You tell me to memorize a list now, five things. I would give or take two, I don't know. Exactly. So, so the next time you're trying to memorize a book, like go to that front door of your house and then put something there that represents the first thing and then walk mm -hmm. to the next room and put something there. And the, the whole concept of like the memory palace or the loci method is based on that. And, and the interesting thing is uh, it also helps with your, your imagination and, and your creativity because mm -hmm. the thing is you have to uh, imagine it vividly Right, you have to manage it uh, or imagine it so that it's memorable. Right. Yeah. So usually you put like uh, motion and and uh, a lot of activity. Um, sometimes you you put like violence or sex because right. those are things that are that are quite memorable for folks. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if, if folks would want me telling their their like grade ten <laughs> to learn that sort of stuff. But whatever it is to make it uh, memorable. And yeah. the thing is, you learn it once, you often learn it forever. Exactly. Because you don't have to. Um, keep on like through rote and repeating like a hundred right. times and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and then all you need to do is to just go back to your front door and, and walk out and you'll know yeah. exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. And there's all sorts of different techniques as well, but uh, I, I encourage folks to, to learn, to learn. And uh, there, there's uh, uh, no end to kind of your potential for, for understanding these, but yeah. uh, part of it, a tutor can be very helpful. So yeah, thanks for sharing uh, all your insights on uh, oh, being a tutor and, and also some insights on, on being a good 2T. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Are there any kind of parting words that you'd want to share with folks uh, as, as they kind of example examine whether they want to uh, get some tutoring or be a tutor? Uh, please go for it if you're able to. Um, I don't think there's anyone that wouldn't benefit. It's one of the things where I just feel like you might think you know everything and then there's always room for improvement. So no shame. I mean, of course, if it's something that's not feasible, no big deal. But if it's a possibility, go for it. See if it works for you. You might be surprised. And that goes for whether you're 
want to tutor or if you want to be tutored, whatever it is, like go for it, try it. I feel like um, even when I was tutoring, I was improving myself because I was going back and remembering these concepts. I was improving my own ability to write because I'm looking at the stuff. I'm like, oh, like, you know, this looks good. That doesn't look good. And it sort of improves your own learning. So you're not losing anything by being a tutor and you're only gaining either way. So go for it. Sounds good. So thanks for sharing your insights and uh, hopefully we have you back for another episode. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Danu. L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U and the same on most social media platforms and I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.